Welcome to She Woo Dares, a podcast where women share empowering stories of personal growth, embracing the inexplicable calling of the soul, and in which I speak of all things Akasha, human design, soul plan, and everything in between, hoping to normalize the woo. Hello, Purpose Seekers. Good morning. This is Debbie coming to you alone, all alone by myself. No other beautiful woman to share this podcast with, to hide behind, because, oh, I am so good at hiding. I want to talk about one of my modalities. I have many, but silent counselling is the one that I use to help people heal through the traumas, their fears, their phobias, not just others, but myself as well, actually. And I've recently become a silent counselling teacher, so I can actually certify people. And this is what lights me up. If you know anything about human design, I'm a 5-1 profile. And I also have a lot of 5 lines in my chart. I think I have 11, if I'm not mistaken. And this is very much a helper energy, but also a teacher energy. So I'm here to help through teaching. And teaching really lights me up. I love it. So I want to talk a little bit about silent counselling and how um, how powerful it is. So it's really, it's a non-invasive meridian therapy. Now, when you become a silent counselling practitioner, that's exactly what you are. The modality is called silent counselling. You are a practitioner of the silent counselling modality. You are not a silent counsellor. So there is there is a difference there because you, you you're not a counsellor after this training, but you are a facilitator, a practitioner of the silent counselling method. So that's really important to understand that that distinction. Um, so like I said, it, it's, it's non-invasive, it's a meridian therapy, and the beauty of it is that you don't have to talk about the trauma, about the issue that's actually at play for you. And very often we don't even know exactly what it is. We can't pinpoint, right? We can't pinpoint what's troubling us, what's standing in the way. And silent counselling actually came about uh, by, uh, there was a, a couple, John and Marjorie from uh, Scotland, and they were both, uh, or are both psychologists, and they had a lot of holistic tools. And one day they received a girl at their practice who had been through some severe trauma. I don't know exactly what, but this girl was, she was unable to speak about it. And I, I don't really know what age she was. I have a feeling she was still quite young. Maybe her parents brought her there, but she wasn't able to articulate to speak about what was going on. But John and Marjorie were really keen, obviously, to help her. And in the moment, they really brought together all the different tools that they had, which was, um, you know, EFT, touch therapy, uh, breathing, uh, muscle testing, to help her through whatever was going on. And she didn't, it, it turned out she didn't really have to talk about anything that had happened. And after a few sessions, she started to heal and come back to her normal self. So that's really the birth of silent counselling. And then my teacher, Candice, and there's a podcast with Candice if you're interested. Um, she had her own issues, went to John and Marjorie for some help and, um, and got curious about what, what are you actually doing here? And they said, oh, this is silent counselling. And they gave her permission to teach this. So Candice is spreading it around the world. I was one of her students and now I'm one of her trainers. So I'm super, super happy to do that. So to briefly try and explain what it is so we get together the first thing that we do is really assess okay where you're at how how is your problem affecting you on your daily life you know maybe it's not the same every day but how 
how much on a, on a scale are you being um, limited in living your best life, right? Living a higher expression of yourself. Are you in a state of victimhood, in a state of a depletion, panic, that feeling of dread? You know, when you wake up in the morning, you've just got this, this, this big pit in your stomach. And doing this therapy, this modality, we're going to work through that and just bring you into a space of what I like to call choicefulness. So the first thing we do is get into flow. So we have this, this thing where our, our mind, our, our desires and our actions don't actually match. We're not into flow. Our mind thinks one thing, we're going to do this. You know, you wake up with all the best intentions. I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this and this and this. But your actions are completely opposite. And this is where you self-sabotage. So the first thing we do is get into flow. And we do this very, very simple breathing exercise. It's one of the tools that I utilize for myself every single day. Sometimes a couple of times a day. You know, when you, when you feel that you're getting into that state of psychological reversal again. It's like, okay, just take a step back center. Do the little breath work. It's, it's not even two minutes. And then, you know, uncross your crossed wires again, so to speak. And then we do the muscle testing and I muscle test on behalf of my clients. So all the client has to do is just feel, feel into the energy of the meridians that we're going to be working with. And I muscle test on behalf of my clients to see what meridians are actually blocked. That's why I call this a woodality. To me, it is the ultimate woo, really, because you can't really explain it. Meridians are really something that now the Western medicine, Western science is actually becoming more acceptable of, although meridian work has been around for thousands of years when you're talking about traditional Chinese medicine, right? It, it's, it's something very common that's used there. So meridians can be seen like the energetic pathways that we have and, um, and there can be blockages there. So, and, and then we just move through. I, I get the person to, to connect with the energy of the specific meridian that came up. And then we move through doing a specific breath work, uh, holding certain points, etc. So that's really what silent counseling is. And for some people, one session is enough. I once had a lady who was in a panic about having to go into an MRI, um, the machine, right? She's claustrophobic. We had a session together and that was it she went in had no panic didn't have to take any kind of sedative because the doctors did say oh well you we can get we can give you something to calm you down but she didn't really want to do that and it went so well and it actually turned out that her fear wasn't even her fear this is you know things can come up like insights and clarity her fear wasn't even her fear it was actually something that was brought over carried over to her imprinted by her mother uh, when she was a young child so that's it's, it's so beautiful and powerful in its simplicity almost and then sometimes for the deeper stuff you know you may it may require multiple sessions i just wanted to share this here as just something that's out there for you to consider either as someone who needs to work through or wants to work through trauma and uh, and has has tried all the other stuff doesn't really want to talk about things because that's the thing like so often we're asked to talk about what's going on and when you when you're asked to speak about something that one you don't want to speak about or two you don't know how to articulate or three you're letting your mind take over and start sharing things that you feel should be shared versus feeling into what's actually at play 
So not having to speak and just allowing the body to do the work on your behalf is so liberating. Um, I have, I've, I do have other modalities like uh, RRT, which is a very profound, call it like tapping on steroids, where you go deep and you say all the things that you never said, which works for some people, but not for everyone. So that's why silent counseling is so great as a client, but also as a practitioner, as a healing facilitator, if you're looking for not the missing piece of the puzzle, because I feel like there's so many puzzle pieces that are applicable, that will work. But if you're looking for a very profound piece of the puzzle for your toolkit, and you'd like to explore this, then I would say just check out the landing page that I've put in the show notes. If you have any questions, you can reach out to me. I hope you have an amazing day. This was short but sweet. And I will be back another time to speak about another modality. And that's our dog Charlie going mad because of the postman on his motorbike. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of She Woo Dares. I hope you've gained something from it. If you feel you'd like to listen to more, please subscribe to stay updated of future releases. If you feel this has impacted you or you know people that will benefit, please share this podcast. Also, if you'd like to work with me, you can find the information on my website. It will be posted in the show notes. And if you'd like to be on this podcast, there's also a link to an application form in the show notes. Thank you again for listening. I hope you will be back and I wish you a magical day.